Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Just over 10,000 electric cars were bought last year, which is just slightly below the targets. But the SEAI says the drop in demand is not down to the lack of public charging points. Kieran is with us on the line today. Kieran, do you think the incentives are there to drive an EV? Uh, definitely not. Uh, uh, Andrea, good, good afternoon. Um, I do support the government's plan to uh, replace the fossil fuel cars with EVs, but uh, from from my uh, investigations, uh, it's clear that we're not in a position to do that ever for uh, up to 50% of the population. If you let me explain, uh, I looked at the stats from the CSO um, and it's, uh, they tell us that uh, in the 2016 census that there were 2 million households uh, in Ireland, uh, houses and apartments in, in the state. Um, 285,000 were terraced houses, 204,000 were occupied apartments and 1.5 million were detached and uh, semi-detached houses. And... Um, that uh, that means that uh, there were uh, sorry uh, that the other statistics show that there were two two point two million cars were registered in two thousand and nineteen. Okay. That means that there's an average of one car per household in Ireland. And um, so in July twenty two, Minister Ryan said that the target of the Climate Action Plan uh, was to have nine hundred forty five thousand EVs in Ireland by two thousand and thirty. Uh, but uh, therefore, car owners living in apartments um, and terraced houses and on-street parking mm. houses uh, make up 25% of the car-owning population in Ireland. And you know, okay. So, Karen, so, 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 do you think, Karen, then that by um, you know by not maybe installing any more public charging networks, like, is, is that a deterrent to not getting an EV? Absolutely. I mean, uh, if you spent, or if you had the money to spend between thirty and sixty thousand euros on on a new EV car, would you like to to leave it parked overnight uh, in a remote location uh, while you sleep while it's charging? Um, well, I suppose they're working know. off the basis though that eighty percent of people are going to have the charging point at their house. Yes, but as I, as I outlined there, uh, up to. A quarter of a million people don't have uh, a driveway uh, at their house. Yeah, so they're in, in an it's going to be an issue or, for or them. Okay, J- James is with us as well. J- James, you found ways around some of the issues Kieran's highlighted. Hi, Andrew. Yeah, um, that's right. Actually, he's, he's dead right. There's about two hundred and eighty thousand terraced houses uh, in the country, and what we do is we manufacture. It looks essentially like a decorative lamppost. So you place that on your own property um, out near the footpath. And if you can park your car on the other side of the footpath, uh, this extends out at nighttime with an arm that goes over the footpath nice and high so nobody can hit it or grab it or anything. Um, And you can charge your car on the other side of the footpath. And then in the morning, you come out, you fold it away, and to anybody walking up or down the street, it looks exactly like a nice uh, decorative lamppost, like a Victorian uh, ironwork, you know. Um, now, that solves the problem for 280,000 people in terraced houses, and it solves the problem for some of the people in gated communities mm. where they might not have a driveway, but they can park across the footpath. It doesn't solve the problem for people in flats, uh, unfortunately. But, but, aren't, know, la- but aren't, can... aren't landlords too now going to be able to avail of the, the grand scheme to install charging stations at apartment blocks? 
Well, that's my understanding. Yes, that's my understanding, and I certainly hope that 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 is going to happen. But um, you know, you know yourself. If you're waiting for somebody to do something, if you're dealing with management companies and things like that, it can take an absolute age. And if we're going to hit our targets by 2030, um, you know, we're going to have to enable people to charge at home now. Like a lot of people with Tesla dropping their prices are looking for electric cars mm. pretty much now, and it's great great value to be had out there. But you have to be able to charge at home. So that's it's funny. Actually, it was. Um, it was myself and a friend of mine got an EV and uh, another friend of ours wanted to get one but he couldn't because he was in a terraced house so that's kind of we have a manufacturing operation down in Roscommon so we're kind of thinking surely to God we can make something that will solve this problem yeah. so that's kind of okay, where the idea what, what's the, the name of the arm came from. yeah what's the name of it oh it's uh, EV arm EV arm uh, you can find it on Facebook and uh, you can, you know, if you Google that, you'll find it. Okay. But, um, yeah. Right, but right. It's, it, it'll, it'll solve the problem for terraced houses. And yeah. Some, will will uh, the grant apply to that, though, though? Will, will, will people still be able to get the grant to buy that? Well I, well, I don't know, Andrea. But my understanding is that the grant covers the actual charger itself. So this would probably be an additional thing on top of that. But certainly it would be helpful if the grant could be extended. If that's the deterrent. All right. Renata's on the line as well. What's your experience with uh, public EV chargers? Um, Yeah, it was exactly the point that your first listener was making. uh, That we we don't all live in houses. I'm in an apartment uh, building. uh, Parking space quite far. Um, The slow chargers, it takes ages. And once I was using a fast charger, um, and then it just damaged the battery. So bringing the car over to the dealership, he he just told me you you better stay away from the fast chargers. So that there, I don't know, I don't understand the mechanics of it. Uh, how could it have damaged? I I understand that it's um, there are more than than one provider out there. Um, and this was, uh, a, I, I, I suppose it wasn't a, a ESV charger. And, uh, and, and is it an older car, up... Renata? Sorry, is it, is it an older charger or something that your battery that you have? Uh, no, it was, it was, a, it was a, a brand new that they, they installed about 10, uh, on the, on the, the Catlin store. Uh, and, you know, I just signed in and then it, they were brand new chargers. And, once you know, I I didn't use my own uh, uh, plug. I used uh, theirs, so I don't understand uh, why this happened. The dealer said, uh, "Stay away from the fast chargers," and uh, and then if you don't have four hours to use the slow chargers, and then you don't have the option of having the charger uh, at your apartment, mm-hmm. then 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 you're stuck back in the petrol. Okay. So you know, I went out buying you know a EV. Uh, uh, to thinking that, that this this would make a, a good uh, impact, and and it turned out that it was useless. Nihilus texts in and says, "Are they saying that eighty percent of households in this country have private driveways? Because I certainly don't know. They're not saying that. Um, they're saying Nile that eighty percent, the vast majority of people, eighty um, percent of the charging." will be done at home when people are stopped and parked up and basically when they're asleep uh, the majority of people are going to go and uh, and get the charger installed which I think is the, is the only way I think you nearly have to have a charger at the house if you're thinking of getting an electric car but uh, Jim is in Kilkenny Jim what's your view on this? Hey Andre yeah look uh, I think it's it's about four or five weeks ago the, the, the minister announced he I think he made a statement uh, stating that 
every household in Ireland will be no further than 60 kilometres away from a fast charger. Now, that, I think that was just playing the piper. Um, but I have two EVs in my property. Okay. I would say to anyone who, who who's thinking of buying an EV, do the homework and make sure you get a home charger. Now, there's a couple of things to look out for when it comes to getting a home charger is stay well away from smart meters. Don't attempt to get a smart meter in for a home charger. That's number one. And number two, do your homework on your EV before, you know. Uh, but with regards to public chargers, no. Uh, the, basically, the government's standpoint on this is let the freelancers or let the independent uh, people lash them out there if you want and charge what you like. Some EV chargers are charging diesel. You know, you might as well have a diesel car uh, with the prices of some of them, you know. But um, I'm not far from Waterford City, the fourth, the fourth largest city in Ireland, and there's one moderate fast charger in Waterford City. Yeah, sure, it's not like like I can I I hear what the SEAI are saying. I don't have an electric car, but I I did a test drive. Um, I had one for I had two of them for about three weeks last summer, and like in my, in my in my experience, um, there's just far too many slow chargers across the country. And if the SEAI are saying we don't need any more, that's grand. But I would just rip out what's there. Has to be fast chargers. There's no point in enticing people to get into electric cars, in my view, without these fast charging stations. If they want, but like price gouging in fast chargers. I mean, if you plug into a, a fast a 150 kilowatt charger, at a public service station there or whatever and leave it in for 15 minutes, that's going to cost you 14 or 15 quid. I mean, you might as well have a diesel at that rate, mm. you know. I know, so, but sure, you don't want to. I had an experience one day. I was down, Jim, in in, in Donegal um, town. And I think I'd parked the car for, I don't know, I didn't get, um, I might have been there for maybe two hours and sure it only went up in, in single figures, the amount of percent, you know, percentage that it went up. And I was, re- now I was relying on that to get back to Dublin until I found a fast charger. But like, now, yeah. that's why I'm saying you yeah. have to have the now, charging. Like the your last caller saying she had a problem, you have to remember modern EVs they actually communicate with the charger, right? The car itself will determine what it needs or what it's capable of taking in. If you pull into a 150 kilowatt fast charger and you're driving a vehicle that's only t- capable of taking a 60 kilowatt hour charger, it's not going to take 150. It will take 60 or less, Mm. maybe even 20. So it's important to know that the car communicates with the fast charger. Okay. Vinny, you wanted to make a quick point on this as well. Is that me you're talking to? Yes, yeah. Can you hear me all right? Yeah, so I suppose I have 150,000 on the lease since 2018. It was easier years ago when there wasn't as many EVs. Lots of the charging points, if you're a friend there, was saying don't work properly and we've been totally gouged, as I said the last time, 60 cents a kilowatt hour, but it costs at the moment around 14 to get it to flow. I think it should be incentivized, not personally for myself, but for everybody else to incentivize people to get the EVs. Some of the charging points are not properly designed. There's six plug-in areas, there's three parking spots, so people can't can't use them all at the same time. There's different charge on different parts, front and back, middle of the car, so people have to kind of move around each other. We had to help a lady in Limerick there a couple of weeks ago drive in the back of a charging point nearly up onto the 
footpath so she could get in to charge mm. her car, which was nearly empty. So the design, I don't think we're incentivizing it properly. Okay. And I, as I say, I've done, I've done a lot of driving. It took me four hours to get home from Clare, a two-hour drive a few weeks ago because a couple of the chargers weren't working. Fast chargers can be a bit funny at times. They don't always give you what you think you're going to get. As your friend there said, my car takes 50. That can give me 80% in 35 minutes, mm. and that's what I need. And then the other one I don't really like, might be controversial, is if I'm still charging, I can get an overstay uh, fee of six or eight euro. That's right. I don't mind if I'm five minutes over time and my car has stopped charging, charge me a tenner, that's fine. But I don't think I should be getting a, a, an, overstay, an overstay charge right. when... Okay. Well, we'll, 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 we'll have to come back to the point in the the over uh, the overstay charge for sure because there's a lot of people actually mentioning that. Uh, this texter says, "I'm on my third electric car. I do have the charger at the house, and I think it's a must. I live in rural areas, but I travel into Dublin, and I've never had any bother finding a public charger. The new uh, the new ESB ones are great, especially since they're a lot faster." Says this texter. Another listener: "Electric cars, they're far too expensive. Still, they advertise them at a price tag that all." already has the government grant discounted. The grants are only driving the prices up. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.